you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Howdy, friends. Out of Patience is on hiatus for a couple of weeks. So for the next few Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to be dropping our best of in case you missed it episodes from 2022 and 2021. Of course, if you didn't miss it, you don't have to listen to it. But we hope in case you did miss it, you'll enjoy the episode that you missed. I think that made sense. In any case, if you did miss this episode, we hope you enjoy it. New episodes of Out of Patience, Vaxon, and some new correspondence segments will be dropping starting September 6th. Thank you and have an amazing summer. Listeners, welcome back to Vaxon. Got a really, really, really intriguing special episode for you today. Elora's here, of course, as of course. per. Actually, you're here, here. I'm here, which here. is nice, not remote. But you brought a special guest. I did from our past. I brought a guest from Christmas past, and that is our good friend, all the way from Tottenville High School, <laughs> Stephanie Santoriello. Yes, hello, hello. Band geeks for life. Oh, I mean, forever. Can Chanawanda. And forever. Yes. Forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are secrets die with us. <laughs> and here's what, I, let me just introduce our listeners to the reason why I brought Stephanie. Yeah, well, so No, don't do that. I'm going to do that because you know why? Because Stephanie has an opinion on oh. everything. Her mm. opinions are good. I love them. She's fun. And that's what we need. Oh, geez. That's why. So no pressure. Welcome <laughs> aboard. Thank you. Yeah, that's I'm so it. happy to be here. Yeah. Like a game show. I know. Behind <laughs> the, the door number one. <laughs> Like a game show, but no questions and no prizes. Anyway, <laughs> just like you just guys like taking are the an ocean cruise, except there's no boat and you don't actually go anywhere. Right, like Wordle, <laughs> it has no point and just takes up thirty seconds. Okay, right. so welcome. Thank you. This is our weekly "What the fuck just happened this week in healthcare" show and vaccine nonsense show. Uh, I think fuckery was your original word for this, Allura. Sure. Okay. Healthcare fuckery. Healthcare fuckery. There's yeah. a lot of fuckery to talk about today. We, oh. uh, there is. And uh, for our first story, I thought Stephanie would be perfect to opine on it because oh. like myself, <laughs> she is a mom of two in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, guess what Phil Murphy did? Wait, that's the governor, right? Yes. Yes, the one with the teeth? Yes. Don't they all have teeth? <laughs> he mean... has extras. Okay. Extra teeth. Like yes. Tom Cruise teeth? Well, I mean, like tall, tall teeth. He's got... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a lot. So what did this fair governor do? So it, it was very funny because at the same time that I received an email from something I'm going to in Maryland where they said, we're not letting you in unless you have an N95 mask on. We also got an email from the governor that says the mask mandate in the state of New Jersey is gone. In March. So on March 7th. This oh, is for okay. private businesses, churches, gyms, all that <laughs> stuff, or everyone? Everyone. No, no statewide mask mandate. And the biggest issue really is schools. Now little, you know, asterisk, the school districts can decide themselves what to do. Right. There's just no statewide mandate. 
I mean, he's not going to like Ron DeSantis this and force the schools to say you can't do this even if they want to. <laughs> yeah, I think the schools get to decide. Yeah, they get to decide. And it's not like now you're not allowed to have masks because that's going on in some of those other horrendous places. Right. But you're allowed to do it. But it's like, Steph, like back me up on this. I think it's a really weird time for them to have made this choice. Well, I think it's weird for a couple of reasons. First of all, the March 7th part of it, it's like the 6th is you still very much in danger of catching COVID, but and then on the just se- like on the seventh, this <laughs> magic happens. Is it because it's coronaversary? <laughs> oh wow. Is that really coronaversary? Well, the lockdown was March 14th, but I'll tell you, it's my coronaversary because March 7th was the last time that I did something big in the world before oh. the shutdown in 2020. Well, your coronaversary matters way more than the actual scientific coronaversary. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but what it, was but, that thing? I'm so curious. Was it what? a fish concert or something? No, it was a gala. <laughs> Okay. okay, I was dressed up and very fancy. Thank you very much. Okay, I thought you were going to say it was gout. <laughs> At our age, anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, that would certainly be worth marking on my calendar. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I remember it because I had this big event planned for March 7th. And although things were not locked down yet, it sort of is the anniversary of when COVID became a thing before, you know, before it was called COVID. Right. And it was just OG coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that was before we knew about the bat, but after we knew about people <laughs> right. dying in China. Yeah. Also, can we go back to calling it Corona? I liked that so much better right. than COVID. I, like RIP the beer people, but still, <laughs> I just liked it. You better. saw the Delta tweet when they the Delta came out, right? When the Delta variant came out, Delta sent a tweet to the Corona beer Twitter handle saying, <laughs> we're sorry we're here now too <laughs> well you great. know when delta came out i 100 percent thought it was about the airlines oh, really i 100 percent thought it was delta airlines because I, I guess i wasn't paying attention to alpha beta and gamma right so i don't know they weren't big i think the next variant should just be spirit yeah <laughs> they merged with frontier do you know that Did they really i know my I'm frontier my favorite budget airline spirit my least favorite budget airline <laughs> they just merged and now you can only have 40 pound luggage and i'm not happy oh that's fantastic oh, that's not happy. anyway that's very limiting so here's my question though yes steph do you think your district is going to keep the mask on uh hmm. well what's your district good, uh, uh, i guess madison Okay. In, Which yeah, is in it, North Jersey. It, yeah, North Jersey. Okay. Morris County. And uh, I, I mean, if the governor says it, I think our district would go along with it. So like if they don't have to do it, you think that they're going to drop it? Yeah. So I don't think my district is going to do that. I suspect my district will keep the masks on even though they don't have to. Is the rationale behind this based in any science or is it just like, well, since cloth masks <laughs> don't work and half the country's not going to get vaccinated, it's on them now? Well, it's there's something about spring. Did you read that? It's like, well, spring is coming. Spring is near. And so that means, you know, rip them off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have such what mixed feelings about it. But because, I mean, have people been in schools? There's kids there and Kids but, should wear masks all, all the time the, because <laughs> schools are petri dishes. That's number one. Also, <laughs> I don't know what planet Phil Murphy's living in, but spring is not here on March 7th. Right. Spring doesn't show up until June because my kids start swim practice on Memorial Day every year in at the end of May. And, and it's every year cold. it is fucking freezing. Yeah. It's not even just cold. It's like 40 <laughs> degrees every well, year at the beginning let's, of June. Let's not forget the the grand shaman of predictors, Puxatoni mm. Phil. Right. We're but, fucked. Before yeah. he died. Before yeah. he died in New right. Jersey. <laughs> Whatever the new version of him is. <laughs> not the one that de Blasio dropped. Not no, the, no, no. Not that. That's a separate one. Do you know that de Blasio <laughs> said that he thinks that his 
supreme lack of popularity was based on dropping the Staten Island Groundhog? He wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be wrong, <laughs> but like definitely didn't help. Didn't, uh, <laughs> definitely did Because, you know, help. everyone loved him before that. He right. was like five stars and then just right in the toilet. He's just like, ah, fucking Staten Island. I'm not going <laughs> back Look, to any that Any public health official is going to make shit up as to why they're doing this for political reasons or whatnot. But I, I, I'm at a point now where like, I'm just as of this taping this, this past week's Bill Maher, he did a, I mean, I agree with him like like eight out of ten times. He's got, he says everything the right way I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. The and other two but, times are the ones I agree with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's like conscious bias. I really appreciate the way he frames arguments. But he talked about how, you know, can we just protect the vulnerable and get back to life? And yeah. what does that really mean? I know it's like throwaway sentences to just put out there. But if there's going to be a bunch of people that refuse to get vaccinated and the rest of us know what to do to protect ourselves, is it really our responsibility, the me, we of this country, how long could we be we before we go back to, I just need to be me mm-hmm. and then we. I, I I have to say that that what I would like, what would make me feel comfortable is to really know numerically, like what are the standards that we're going to use to impose these restrictions or lift these restrictions? Right. So in other words, I would want to hear the numbers first right. before we make the, the choices and say, OK, when we get down to this amount, we think then it's going to be safe to do this. But I've never heard that. I've never heard any kind of like setting the standard before it happens, because I think they want the leeway to just like do shit whenever they feel like. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, it's like, how do you pick that day? Right. Without knowing. And we don't know. Like maybe there's a right. It shouldn't be a date. It should be like when we get to this many cases a day, that's, that's when we think exactly. it'll be OK. Maybe they're doing that. They're just not telling us. But I feel like that's stupid. <laughs> like they should, they should tell I, you everything. The thing is, if it was your kids, you would be like, kids, you're allowed to do whatever the activity mm-hmm. is when this thing happens externally. Right. right. And you can watch out the window until this thing, ha- like when it stops raining, we'll go on a picnic. Right. Like that. Like, because wh- you know why? Because it's not mom's in charge. Right. Mm. That's why. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. I know you're a dad, Matt, but sorry. You put mom's in charge. The communication of the rules are going to be much more rigid and predictable. I understand that. I'm a fan of that. Would your kids be excited if they said, okay, masks off? They'd be thrilled. Yeah. Absolutely thrilled. It's interesting you ask. So my daughter, I'm sure, will be thrilled because mm-hmm. I know that it really does have you know, that kind of negative impact socially. And it's very annoying to listen to the teachers and stuff. My son, who's a high school senior, will not be happy. Um, He is... Well, he's in a special category. I mean, he's not any more likely to contract COVID than anybody else. Right. But he's very medically cautious. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he does have a medical condition. He's narcoleptic, which doesn't make him any more susceptible to COVID. Right. But does make like any health things kind of more annoying when he mm-hmm. gets them. Well, it's a sensitivity that most other kids his age don't have. I guess. And I think he... And he, an awareness. It, it's, yeah. an, it's more an awareness. And I think he's very much like, he doesn't want to deal with other people and their germs. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he kind of feels like, I don't trust these people. And 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 he's very um, plugged into who's vaccinated and who's not. And I think he's very uncomfortable at the fact that, you know, he would have classmates that are not vaccinated and he wouldn't want to be around them if they're unmasked. But I'm, I'm a fan of this like kind of do what you want yeah as long as the people that are choosing to not protect themselves and others are accountable i don't understand why we can't just be like if you're unvaccinated you have to wear a mask because you pose an extra risk yeah, but that's the opposite of what's gonna ever work right wait didn't we cover that once there was like a whole movement of people that wore masks on purpose to thwart the people that didn't want them to wear masks <laughs> You can't even. No, I can't even. Speaking of can't even. Oh. Would you like to move to the next segment? Wait, the Olympics. I heard that that's happening oh, I now. I love the Wait, Olympics. Can, can I, 
I'm the, I'm the opposite of Alora. So I have to, I feel that I have to confess that <laughs> I don't care about the Olympics at all. No, not really. <gasps> no, I don't. Not, not a fan of the Olympics. But, <sighs> but, and I feel bad that I feel that way. So I, that, that is why one of the reasons I brought Stephanie in because, because <laughs> I love, we need someone who gives a shit about the Olympics. <laughs> we need someone with I Olympic all the shits. In, <laughs> in this room, I'm the, I give all the shits. Yeah. So and I, it's not that I, it's not that I have any like distaste for the Olympics. I just, I'm always like a few weeks late and I, I don't, know people and i don't care that much mm -hmm. but um did you read the story about what's happening in the Olymp it's the olympic village right oh with the uh people with the coronavirus it sounds like a shit show mm. so tell me more uh, apparently you know of course there are olympic athletes and every day we're hearing more and more are testing positive for covid and while they're there they have to isolate and it sounds like where they're being forced to isolate is a disaster like it guantanamo level disaster I, well, I mean, at least bad Turkish sauce, prison. orange sauce on your pasta, bad level. Oh, boy. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, um, I've been on vacation a couple of times in the past two years. And I've gone to resorts where they say that if you test positive for COVID while you're there, they'll put you up free of charge in like their COVID unit. And I this is exactly what I picture like the Caribbean resorts COVID unit to look <laughs> like, like a dungeon, like a dungeon, like a Pulp Fiction dungeon. It sounds really <gasps> oh, bad. And like <laughs> so the team officials from Germany, Belgium and Russia, they said that their athletes are facing poor to no Internet connection, which hello, if you're going to isolate, you got to have yeah, Wi-Fi. That sounds like torture. Bad food, which I'm like, how did the Russians even know that the food was <laughs> Sorry, that was so bad. Okay. And this episode is sponsored by Borscht. <laughs> oh, I love a nice pink suit. <laughs> no stroganoff. You've got to be shitting me. And, and no training equipment. Like, so I, I kind of feel like the Wi-Fi is... They got to they got to have Wi-Fi. They got to have yeah. clean beds. Yeah, that and, you know, it's not even like a first world issue. Like, you need to have that these days. But plus, I think it's like uh, the, the athletes being separated from their teammates and not being able to communicate without the wi-fi that's yeah. like the, that's horrible and then like i i am sort of amused and i i don't know if it's because <laughs> of my general apathy toward the olympics but in the story that i read there are you know these accounts of of the terrible treatment and like this one russian biathlon i don't even know what sport that is but um <laughs> a two it's like running and guns right isn't that what it is or skiing and guns oh i've seen that i actually saw that yesterday valeria so, you do like the olympics you're caught you're in the secret here's the thing olympic i'm liker. aware of them i understand them they don't interest me but why would the buy at the buyness be Guns and skiing. How it's, do those I, things? Like, I think is it's that like really cross, what it is? I think That's it's cross country skiing and skeet shooting. You're lying. I remember that because there was lying. like a, no, there was like an Atari game in the '80s that had that. I <gasps> it's think the pitfall of the Olympics. I love pitfall. I love yeah. pitfall. Wait, <laughs> okay. hold on. I might be wrong. The li listeners like scathe me on Twitter if I'm wrong, but I think that's what the what the what that is. I mean, I think it could be any two things. I'm gonna what? just live fact yeah, check this okay, while you guys talk. It's like piccolo playing. That and sounds good. And... Ostrich jumping. Oh, <laughs> do you guys want to hear about this? I, I do. Like, want to hear. Valeria Vatsnetova. No, I probably said that wrong. Vatsnetova. So, okay. Valeria Vatsnetova. She said, my stomach hurts. I'm very bad. <laughs> I'm right. <gasps> no way. Guns. It is a skate skiing, skate shooting. Yeah. That's insane. Cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. I'm like, how do I know that? I pulled I that out of my know. ass. I mean, Atari in the 80s for the win. See, yeah. Can I know how rifle shooting is a sport? That's not a sport. Uh, it is. Well, wow. if you have skis on. <laughs> wait, do, do you take your skis off? No, you don't. You oh, keep wait, them you, on. Hold on. That's just, just so, so, so silly. With the skis on? I think you do. 
No. I, I just closed the window on the browser book. Like, uh, we'll, we'll do our fact finding. But okay. We have confirmed that this Russian biathlete is a skier who shoots guns. That's like, those are two really important qualities. You need to be able to do both of those things. Especially at Hunter To be Mountain. Russian. Yes. <laughs> they should have put that in Rocky IV. That's oh, insane. I love yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait. So okay. he's complaining when the when the She's, Russians complain. The, 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 the no, a problem. She said, "I'm very pale and I have huge <laughs> black circles around my eyes. I mean, I want this all to end. I cry every day. That's so terrible. And That's terrible." She said that she had pasta, orange sauce, meat, and potatoes. I for told breakfast. you about the orange sauce. Orange, orange sauce. I, I, I mean, it could be a vodka sauce. That wouldn't be so bad. No, that's not so. But that, for, she said breakfast pink, pink. And orange. Yeah. 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 She said breakfast, lunch, and dinner, though. That's kind of gross. Either way, none of this is okay. No, I mean, right. this is, I, I really, I have to say, though, I really feel for these people because, I mean, it's got to be frightening to be isolated because you have COVID. You know, you're in a foreign country at something that you're missing, like this incredibly exciting thing that you've prepared for. Yeah, but to be in a Turkish prison at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not okay. Not okay. It's it's really not okay. It's so sad, too, to be all all the way there with and not get to do what you're there for. Yeah. I mean, well, it sounds like the Olympic organizers are trying to fix the problem. So it sounds like it's good that these people spoke out because word on the street is that something's being done to to ameliorate the conditions. If this were in like the Netherlands or some Nordic country, this would probably be like maybe the spa. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wonder if it's better or worse than our studio. Right. Probably worse. I like our studio. I but think the no studio probably has good Wi-Fi because you got you found out about that by athlete. In Pretty two quick. seconds. Yeah. But no orange sauce. No orange sauce no, in the studio. I, yeah. Is it like orange, like orange flavored, like General Tso's chicken? Yeah, we need to get like well, clarity would, on yeah, this. Yeah, I would like to know because if it's if it's like citrusy, I'm gonna have a problem with that. Is it like the orange ginger sauce on the on the salad at the sushi I place? Mean, you can oh, find some really bougie really restaurant like where orange sauce is like a hundred bucks on pasta. Yeah. That's not this, I'm sure. <laughs> I just feel like that's sort of like a it's it's sort of a comical complaint. Like, this is terrible. I wake up every day, I'm pale and I'm eating orange sauce. <laughs> Now, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm pale. Um, but I've got circles under my eyes, and I, I don't know. What's my excuse? I'm not an Olympic athlete. <laughs> all three of us are kind of pale with circles under our eyes. But all, all due respect, Staten Island. We, we salute and respect our Olympic athletes across the world. Every country, they work their asses off for this. Yeah. They deserve all the credit they can get. They absolutely do, I'm, whether I watch it or not. Oh, well, did you see the um, the figure skater, Vincent Joe? He he was that that massive fall on the ice i saw this huge oh, no. catastrophe they were doing like a where the man lifts the girl up and spins her around oh, that and they terrible. Both fell down <gasps> on the ice it was, the, yeah towards the end of their it was routine. very cringy no no so this this uh young athlete he's like a nathan chen sh competitor mm -hmm. right so you always hear about nathan chen being this fantastic male figure skater no, and you hear about oh, this guy I, being I fantastic. Not, because yeah. i am tuned in i love also, the olympics also stephanie has has a daughter who's a competitive figure skater so she's like plugged oh, into that well, world okay. yeah I'm, my daughter does synchronized skating oh, which sorry. is which is which should be in the olympics but it's not guns? yet <laughs> and skis no guns. skis and and orange sauce okay great it's <laughs> if you can stir your orange this sauce our, with a gun this is a weird olympics <laughs> Certainly, is. <laughs> I don't but, like this Olympics. But this poor, this poor athlete. You know, he's he he actually uh, made this Instagram video, uh, and he's like talking to his fans, and he's talking basically to his younger self, and he's like, you know, you work this hard, and 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 he did win a sil silver medal for the figure skating team for the U.S. 
It's not a total waste of time, but, you know, he got COVID and now he's in orange sauce. And <laughs> he's in orange sauce house. But I do think that for him, it'll it'll work out maybe. Why? Because, Tell me. Uh, because now he's uh, people really feel for him. And I feel like he's, uh, you know, maybe maybe the next Olympics will be his time. COVID sympathy. It's like good for uh, his story. So he's like the Nancy Kerrigan of orange yes, sauce at the COVID Olympics. Exactly. What kind of pipe was he whacked by? Uh, 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 it was more like a ladle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Full of orange sauce. Yes. Speaking of that, uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, with a word from our sponsor, Orange Sauce. We'll be right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back somehow. Laura, Stephanie, hello again. Hi, back. hello. I hope I'm our here. listeners enjoyed the orange sauce advertisement. <laughs> well, you know, we had some fun, so now it's time for me to get annoyed. Oh, yeah, Laura always starts the show optimistic and happy, and she slowly descends into this apocalypse now Brando Who madness. It? Yeah, that yeah. does. That is my role. That's my brand. Yeah, always annoyed. My, that's my brand. I wake up good. And yeah. then by the end of the day, it's not good. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's like the, the day in the life of a mom. Well, we can tease your podcast. Hello, I'm exhausted. Hello, exactly. That's going to be my new podcast. Yes. Hello, I'm exhausted. I hate everybody. And then you do ASMR. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so anytime I need, you know, to be a little exhausted, all I have to do is check out what the Fifth Circuit is doing. Yeah, your lawyer hat comes very handy. There's yes. that lawyer hat. And it is, boy, is it ever a hat. So, you know, for those of you who it's don't filled follow. filled with anger. Yes, it is filled with anger. And, if you know, for those of you who don't follow the United States Circuit Courts of Appeals. <laughs> Which is everyone except you. <laughs> exactly. So 
you know, the Fifth Circuit. So th- these are the, the federal courts that are right underneath the U.S. Supreme Court. So when appeals come from the circuit courts, they go up to the Supreme Court to ask them to hear the case. So the Fifth Circuit, which sits in New Orleans, Louisiana, and handles that whole region around there, has a lot of Republican appointed judges. And President Trump appointed a whole bunch of the judges on the Fifth Circuit. And as a result, their decisions are questionable at best. Now, the other day, though, what happened has zero to do with politics or has to do with any kind of law or interpretive anything. It's just a judge acting like a dick. Mm -hmm. So here's the situation. Um, Oral arguments were coming up before the court. So this one lawyer who works for the Department of Justice, he's a he works for the Biden administration. I don't know anything about him. It doesn't you know, mean that he's a Democrat or Republican. Who knows? So his name is Joshua Koppel. And he was arguing the government side of the case. So he made a motion to the Fifth Circuit asking, hey, can we do the case remotely? Because that's what the DOJ is doing right now. They're trying to do everything remotely. So this was at the height of Omicron. So he okay. filed this in, I think, November or December, oral arguments in January. Right. So to be safe, he said, can we just do it remotely? And he said in his paperwork, uh, I am vaccinated, but I have two young children who are too young to be vaccinated and traveling from Washington, D.C., to New Orleans is going to require me to be around all kinds of crowds of people. Right. There's no way I'll be able to to avoid crowds. And it's just too dangerous right now. And I'd really prefer to do it remotely. Okay. Reasonable. Yes. Totally reasonable. Now, the court denied the motion and said, forget it, you have to come in, which <laughs> I already thought was like kind of dicky. Like, I, I don't know what the court's reasoning was. They didn't say they just were like, no, you have to come in. Okay, fine. They're so, like face is that time. common, though, or like irrespective of COVID? Where they can just deny the request? The court can deny whatever it wants. Now, whether it's common that they deny based on that specific request, I don't know. I don't know how often that's made because a lot of the courts, a lot of the federal courts are only doing things remotely. Right. So I don't really know. I mean, it's not the kind of thing that would like make headlines um, on its own. So I don't really know how common that is. But it just seems sort of dicky. And it seems unusual. Like It seems like why? Who wants to? If you could do something remotely, why why wouldn't wouldn't you you just do it remotely? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they have the oral arguments. Everybody gets there and treks all the frig the way to New Orleans. This frig, guy, yeah. So this, frig, yeah. You frig. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was having a PG moment. Yeah. Anyway, so they all get there, and in New Orleans, there is a mask mandate if you're indoors. It's unless you're eating or drinking. There's a mask mandate. Unlike New right. Jersey. Unlike New Jersey. Yeah. So <laughs> on March seventh, right. So well, not March 6th. Oh, March 6th is bad. <laughs> yeah. March 7th, good. So everybody gets there and the attorney approaches the uh, the lectern to do his oral argument and he has a mask on like everybody else in the room. Right. right. And Judge Jerry Smith, who is a Ronald Reagan appointee, if that tells you anything about wow. his age. Yeah. OK. He, <laughs> he likes Kojak. <laughs> and Matlock. He definitely likes Matlock. And Quincy. <laughs> Oh, Quincy. And Perry Mason. Really? All right, I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> He's not listening to our podcast. No. <laughs> so Judge Jerry Smith, he tells the attorney, take your mask off while you're arguing. And the attorney says, I'd really prefer to keep it on. And the judge says, I don't care, take it off. And forces him to take the mask off during the oral arguments. And just in case anybody's wondering, oh, well, maybe they couldn't hear him clearly because he had a mask on. I heard the audio of the proceedings and you could hear this guy perfectly clearly with the mask on. Okay. So it made a lot of headlines when this happened because it's so bizarre. Right. It's just the judge being like, look at me. Being like a big jerk. But also 
breaking the law right. because there's an indoor mask mandate. And the court's rules do allow that if lawyers want to take their mask down while they're arguing, they're allowed to. Mm -hmm. But there shouldn't be forced. Of course not. There's no restriction. That, I mean, you would never be restricted from wearing a mask anywhere That's before so COVID. Right. Before did he COVID. comply out of respect for the court or did he comply because he felt that this would lead to like him losing the oral argument. You know, I mean, oh, I couldn't say I didn't speak directly to him, but I, I can tell you um, it would be very unusual for an attorney given a direct instruction by a circuit court judge to just like not do it. That would be really odd. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I imagine he was like, OK. And, you know, given the dynamics of being up at a lectern, he probably wasn't really, really close to anyone else at that moment. Right. But I mean, it just was such a bizarre thing yeah. for a judge to say, like, no, you have to. What, what's interesting. But the judge was wearing a mask. I think the judge was not wearing masks because oh. I think the judges are allowed to make their own rules. Okay. So it was, um, and it's a three-judge panel. March 6th, not March 7th. Yes, exactly. It's a three-judge panel of the Court of Appeals. And by the way, what really disturbed me is the other two judges also just didn't say anything. Mm. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, on the same day in a different courtroom of the same court, because the Court of Appeals has lots of different judges on it, and then they break them into these little panels. Right. In another courtroom... Another lawyer came up to the lectern, and in that case, the judge was like, absolutely, leave your mask on, no problem. So, hmm. I mean, it just is like, I don't it was know. like he just woke up on, he was like, you know what, I feel ornery today. Or like, I'm going like, to start something. It, it kind of made me feel like that is some kind of power trip. Yeah. Why do you think a person's wearing a mask? Obviously, they have some kind of concern. You don't know what their health issue yeah. is. Plus, this guy told the court. I really don't feel comfortable. I don't being even want to be here. Right? I, I want to do this remotely. I it sounds like... like the judge from my cousin Vinny. <laughs> but he Mr. Was... Trotter. Mr. Trotter. He's so good. Frank Gwynn, he's such a good judge. And he was actually a really good judge right. in that movie. Right. Yeah. He was a good judge. But he I could was. just see like the, this guy having some kind of like Southern grievance against, I don't know. He's just a jackass. Maybe Joshua had such a nice Damn pun Yankee coming into my corner. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know where Joshua's from. Okay. But I know he works in D.C., but okay. he could be from anywhere. Right. But I just kind of feel like, like, what is this? And the fact that this is what professionals are subjected to. Right. It just really pissed me off. Meanwhile, the entire point of this was for him to do his best to protect his children. Right. Yeah. And here he is now taking this whole trip because we're forced to. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I kind of agree, like being in an open space or not, you're not going to contract it. It's not like airborne. In the I mean, crazy. who knows? Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. I mean, they're not like licking microphones and things right. like that. But you're right. He was at risk more than he would not have been under different circumstances. And this judge is apathetic to his plea. Now, yeah. to be fair, I should just insert this. Mm. Courtrooms are generally places where the judges don't give a shit about what the lawyers are doing in front of them or about what the lawyers in front of them feel. Um, okay. Which is why we've had rules for years that women aren't allowed to wear pants in court. What, what? do you mean? They have to wear what? Yeah, women aren't allowed to wear pants like at the Supreme Court. Wait, what are oh. they supposed to wear? They have to wear a dress. What? A skirt, yeah. I'm like, wait, I didn't like even go to dress to... yet. I'm like, you can't wear any. If pants you are optional, what be, are you going to yes. wear instead? Women it's like Donald be... Duck. You yeah. just, you're only on the top and then the bottom is like a diaper. That's, wow. Yeah. All right. Muppets, Muppet standards in court. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is sense. that still true today? Um, or only in like Louisiana? 
no, no. At the U.S. Supreme Court, you will not be recognized if you're wearing pants. Now, I I feel like they may have changed it in the last couple of years. Wait, I didn't. This is the fun fact of the day. Yeah. In federal I, court, I'm, women are not not supposed to. It, it, when I was in law school, it was all federal courts n- never allowed to wear pants. Now, they gradually changed it. But I'm pretty sure that the Supreme Court either still has the skirts only rule hmm. or if they change it, they change it like in the last couple of years. Like what about a culotte? You know, you could really like try to. What about jorts? Oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you surprised I know what jorts are? No one should ever wear jorts. <laughs> this not episode not be- sponsored by jorts or orange sauce. <laughs> not in court. No jorts in court. That- oh, right, there's your yes. book. There's your book. <laughs> At least a chapter. Dr. Seuss is going to have a fanfare oh my God. from his grave with this one. What's the other thing called? Besides, you got a culotte, which is sort of like a like a palazzo pan. Yeah, right. Which is sort could be like. Zeke Averichis are pretty wide, right? Uh, I don't know, but you got like a, a you have like a lot of pleats. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like that's more wide at the top. What about like a Cinderella ball gown? Yeah, that could work. I guess. I mean, I'm, are we, do we have to see the knees? There's so many questions I have. Mini, mini, or maxi? Yeah. Women, women, by the way, weren't allowed to wear pants on the Senate floor until 1993. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Supreme Court judge to women lawyers, no palazzo pants, 2018. Oh, my gosh. How about that? Google for the win. <laughs> that is that is a state Supreme Court, but still. No palazzo pants. Well, I feel like in general, that should just be a rule for the world. No palazzo pants. Just none. I love a palazzo pants. Do you? They look horrendous on me, but they're a lot (laughs) like pajamas. So I I don't get into this conversation. Do you know what? Palazzo pants would be perfect for wearing when you are skeet shooting and skiing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) But they'd be so breezy. I feel like like fashion weather wise, it's not really a good call. True, but you can eat all the orange sauce you want and not have to worry. Yeah. And we're full circle. Uh, oh, full circle. Yes, just like a curb episode. <laughs> this sounds like a Larry David conversation yeah. went to happen. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I apologize. We didn't talk about anything this episode. Do we have any information in this episode? No, no. We, let's recap. Okay, we, yes. we discussed Phil Murphy. True. And no masks in Jersey, but districts may right. want to mandate this. And Stephanie right. seem, seems to think that her district will keep the mask. What do you think your district's going to do? They're gonna no, keep... I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they'll go with whatever the governor's saying. OK, so she's yeah. going to have no mask. I think I'm going to have masks. You think you'll have masks. Yeah, we learned that we don't pay attention to the Olympics, but you sort of closet watch them. And Stephanie knows all about them. I love the Olympics, but but I think the people that like the Olympics don't follow what the Fifth Circuit is doing. Yes. I, this, this is how it works in the world. There's yeah. people like you. And yeah. these poor Olympic athletes <laughs> in China with coronavirus living in squalor. Yeah. Not who okay. are pale. Who are very pale. Yes. Circles. Orange sauce. Orange sauce. That's the well, theme that's of the what... day. You would think they'd be, well, I don't know. I mean, is it, I, I'm so, just so curious. Is like a lot of vitamin C in there, maybe? Is it like gelatinous orange sauce? Is it like ketchup-y? You kind gotta of send them the uh, drones. I need to know. Although, what if it was like, ke- like uh, ketchup, ketchup and, and butter and, may- and mayonnaise? Oh, wait, why'd you put butter in there? You know, this is the what? definition of perseverating. <laughs> because that's what, what's her name did it? L- little honey bang bang. Boo boo? <laughs> oh, God. Like chitty chitty bang bang and honey boo boo had a baby. And that's uh, your baby. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a new pitch to TV executive now. I can't wait to see that show. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's still around. <laughs> I love Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I thought you just said tick tick boo. That's around also. And Oscar nominated, congratulations. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, Tick Tick Boom was a really great documentary on Netflix about Jonathan Larson from yeah, Rent. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Everyone should watch it. It's yeah. so good. 
total side promotion here on Vaxon. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No orange sauce. Right. Okay. <laughs> I hope you guys listening had as much fun as we did poking a stick at healthcare fuckery. Just for the listeners. So <laughs> Stephanie went to high school with me as Allure did. We yes. were band geeks. I, I don't think we did justice to who you are and why you're on the show oh, today specifically. Fun. Yeah. But like you knew me when I had hair and when I was thinner and like I had no wrinkles. And, who like, was it? I know. All of us. I had more hair and less uh, wrinkles. But your maiden name, I know, is Stephanie Camora. That's right. Right. But now you're Stephanie something Italian. Yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> something long. Now she's double S. So she's Stephanie Santoriello, and I just love saying her last name because it's Santoriello. So... The Santoriello. Oh, Santoriello. Yes, like but my Santa. dad's name is Stan. So if he, he if if we got married, <laughs> Stan Santoriello. That was... <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad was steaming my my balance today, and he, and he was a Stanley steamer, yeah. and I took a picture, but we didn't take the picture at the time, so I took a picture after. And I'm just going to pretend that we took it at the time. <laughs> this so this is a glimpse of what happens when you escape Staten Island, but can't escape Staten Island. Right. Okay. On that note, Stephanie, thank you so much for braving that particular chair in this particular room <laughs> with that particular Greek. Oh, I had such a great time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Steph. Come back soon. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. folks. That's all for now. If you like Vaxon, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. Tell us your shit show of a healthcare story by leaving a message for us at 855-AUDIO-66, and we might just use it in a future show. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seely. Our hosts are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Brianna Seely. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com. <laughs>